welcome back beautiful family to today's episode where we're going to be diving deep into the heart chakra and unlocking the gateway to ascension. The heart chakra is a profound multi-dimensional portal in which we can experience so much expansion, growth, intuitive wisdom, guidance and evolution and it's forming a core part of our shift between the 3D and 5th dimensional experience of New Earth. But with so many challenges around us and so many wounds that have been ancestrally ingrained within our belief system, it's often hard to become vulnerable and open in this amazingly powerful center. It requires patience, courage, trust, understanding, and compassion. So let's dive deep into this topic where we're gonna cover some fundamentals that we share from our core healing sessions. We're gonna talk about some physical and emotional body signs and guidance system signs that you can look out for so you can tell and navigate when your heart chakra is beginning to close down or become blocked with certain experiences. And we're gonna finish off with ways to heal the heart chakra and to keep that portal open. So let's dive right in. Good morning, beautiful family. It is John and Tammy here from Introspect. Welcome, Tammy. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. (laughs) Today we are talking about such a powerful, essential topic of understanding for our growth right now, and this is the heart chakra opening up the gateway to ascension. Mm. Um, For both of us, this has been our pathway of much stronger embodiment, of becoming more energetically and emotionally aware and connected um, more true and sovereign in our own spirits mm-hmm. and also um, more powerful within the essence and the energy that we bring in our daily life hey, yeah. into the world. So welcome along. Um, we're bringing you this topic today because this is an incredibly important part of our ascension as we are shifting through from the third to the fifth dimensional energy and learning. Mm-hmm. And if you've caught our information before about the chakra development, um, each one of the chakras through our evolution has developed one at a time, starting with the physical root chakra, second layer is the emotional, Mm. then into the mental, and now we're in that fourth density dimension of unlocking the heart chakra. And this is why it is such an important, um, powerful gateway for us because it's directly linked to our emotional development and becoming more emotionally connected both as in, like as individuals but also as a collective unity, consciousness and whole as well. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to slide in there on the introduction of this topic? Um, why are we doing this? What, well, yeah, this is quite often bypass the heart chakra can quite often be bypassed and this is not intentional this can be completely unconscious um purely through the blocks and the walls that we build up around our heart to you know keep us safe so um we're here to shine a bit of light on that because we've both both experienced both sides of this and it's powerful when we unlock this this portal so um like we are plowing through the sessions at the moment like helping individuals couples um some group work as well and we're noticing so many challenges that everyone is hitting like related to relationships related to these mirrors of creation 
Um, because as you guys know, if you follow us, we talk a lot about manifestation, a lot about our power as creators, but we also talk a lot about our limiting belief systems mm -hmm. and what is manifesting these challenges and turmoils of what we don't want to experience. So we're working with a lot of people and even within our own relationship, we're just uncovering layer upon layer of nuances of old beliefs, old energy, old thoughts and challenges, particularly around the heart chakra. So let's just kind of do a little segue into how will you know if you have blocks, like when we energetically, when we're tuning into our clients, when we're feeling our clients' energy, when we're working with them, what are some things that you notice on the emotional side? You can do the emotion and I'll yeah. do the physical. Yeah, so um, definitely the, the shutdown of the emotions, full stop, like not wanting to feel feel the emotion. But also um, what I notice is my clients are in their mind. They're in their mind. They're trying to logically think their way through something. They're in the ego. Mm. Um, and there's a lot of... Uh, projection or external looking you know outside of themselves for that um yeah like they're not understanding the what's being mirrored to them and when I have the opportunity to give them that different perspective of maybe this person is actually mirroring to you what's going on inside for yourself because people are very open around like this person is just really cold towards me mm. um and it's like, okay, so, you know, how can we look within and be like, okay, maybe where can I open my heart a little bit more? Where can I potentially have a bit more compassion or empathy or, um, yeah, judgment is, you know, a huge one that I notice as well. Um, judgment of self, because it's always going to be for self first if it is external as well. Mm. So even those two, right, like even... Um you know, bringing that back inside because, I mean, a lot of our Art of Conscious Relationships course coming up, it's all about building self-awareness because self-awareness is our master key. Mm -hmm. Because if we can't be aware of what we are doing within our own energy and what beliefs and projections we are responsible for in the world, then we're never going to understand this whole holographic matrix system of creation. And so... If we're embodied here right now on Earth or you're watching this or you're shifting through life on planet Earth, you have a divine role of mastering this energy and really bridging that beautiful dance between the mind, the body and the like the physical body and the spirit and the emotional reconnection, the divine union between masculine and feminine. Mm. Like these are all these higher themes that we're going to that we're always addressing and we're going to continue to address. Mm. So um, you know, and that external validation that has been a really it's a really prominent thing now, right? It's like, it's almost like its own epidemic because with social media and that, like, I mean, you talk to some of our like children or our younger clients, they're just so caught in that need for validation and always looking externally for that fix or that, you know, not even wanting to be really still or calm or quieten down, you know, in order to hear that voice. So totally. yeah, the external looking and the external seeking and blame and projection is a massive it's a massive kind of epidemic on its own, right? No one's really looking inside it. Like, what am I learning in this moment? Or mm. what am I responsible for? Yeah. It's easy to blame, right? And I've been through phases of that, oh, as I'm sure you have as we well. We all have, you know, like we're, we're, we're having this human experience and this is what it's all about is 
having the awareness of of you know what it is that we're feeling, what it is that we're projecting, what it is that we're um, even seeking, and I guess yeah. So for myself personally, like I have experienced the um, the heavy heart walls, the you know the strong um, conditioning around not allowing myself to feel the emotions. Mm. Um, and So physically, like they're really clear signs, hey, like for both of us physically, like when we have hit those sort of peak challenges or triggers or moments through the mirror, um, you know, the tightness of chest, mm. uh, the, the tightness of the chest and the back of heart, hey, across yeah. the shoulders, yeah. um, the shortness of breath, those are all very key signs and, yeah. you know, we'll recognise that within each other and we might even, like as a helpful tip, we might even give each other a little pep talk and say, hey babe, just chill out, mm-hmm. like it doesn't really matter, don't worry about that project for today, like mm-hmm. just come back to it tomorrow when you're feeling better. And, you know, so that's even a little nugget right now that we do with each other, right, as yeah. a little tip to we notice the signs, we're aware of them, and then we just say, hey, just, like, relax, it's going to be another day or it's going to be another week or take a day or two out for yourself, hey? Yeah. 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 Um, what are some other physical signs? Um, a reflux. Reflux is a, a sure sign that the heart chakra is either spinning the wrong way or there are blocks. Um, and... Going even further than that, asthma, um, heart conditions, blood pressure issues, um, even weight issues. Mm. Right through to like heart valve replacements, breast cancer, like, you know, if if we've got like a lot of tension, anger or bitterness held within the heart chakra around love or relationships or unhealed wounds or maybe the loss of a loved one, you know, a lot of people do manifest cancers kind of around that area related to the heart and then nurturing and the breast and that sort of thing especially yep. especially later in life eh, when they yep. lose someone significant to them totally. or they've separated from that love it can be quite challenging yeah yeah but yeah the reflux is um it's so common and most people are just not aware that like the reflux and the burping and that sort of thing like we'll energetically burp like throughout so many times every even throughout this Potentially we'll burp. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, just, so it's the release of the energy. Mm. So what that is, is that's a sign of one of those like top three chakras wanting to express and get out that old blocked stagnant energy. So, yeah. you know, a lot of people are taking antacids and like or stomach, you know, soothing pills. And it's just like they just chew them like they're daily like pills. And it's just like, like, listen to the communications, guys. Yeah. Like it's your body communicating. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the body screaming really, isn't it? Hmm. Mm, yeah, especially, um, but the tight chest, I mean, you know, you guys, I hope you can relate to that. Like whenever you've experienced like say a challenge or a trigger within love or a friend's group or maybe even with family members, you will notice that there'll be certain energies around you that you'll feel more comfortable opening at peace with mm. within the heart space area in your breathing or whether you contract and shut down in that space. And so, you know, the heart walls are really... They're just every every single session, like you can feel them in the front and back. Generally, if it's in the past or past relationships, that back tension. you'll feel that back tension. Um, if it's quite present and with you now, you'll feel it sort of more on the front chest as well. 
So, you know, look out for those signs with your physical body communications. Yeah. Even that back of heart, can I just add? Yeah. So when we experience, um, you know, muscular pain or pinching in the back, uh, in between the shoulder blades, and, you know, it might be that you've done a workout or you've been doing a certain, um, maybe you've been doing some yard work or whatever, and, you know, you experience that, but then it lingers and or or it's a, a re a, um what what's the word I'm trying to think of recurring mm-hmm. <laughs> um a recurring you know accident or recurring um injury that won't go away mm. this is a sure sign that there is some back of heart stuff that's and it could even be energetic cords attached to past partners past experiences where we've literally had our heart broken um so related to even, even things like section work, like let's say that you're, like before I met you and you were doing all the guard work and trying to keep the house, mm. then, you know, it can play up in that way, right? Because we used to have help and assistance or we used to share the load, hopefully, if it was in balance. But, um, <laughs> but you know, like that's what I mean. You can be doing something like even housework or doing like the dinners every single night and holding those old beliefs of I've got to do it all alone mm. or I'm the only one that like needs to organise or can organize things because I don't have this, this, and this help, you know? So though it's the practical areas of our life that we really do need to take notice on. Having an awareness. Like those little gems are the treasures that are going to help us work towards recognizing where we have those limiting ideas or blocks, which through awareness, we can then go on the journey of healing and self-growth and learning and development to like, this is why it's all part of our ascension. Mm-hmm. Whereas our ascension, like you can't bypass this stuff, guys. Like you cannot get to your higher divine aspects or even tune into that higher guidance if you're not willing to work on this day-to-day stuff that we've come here to master. And so, you know, that's um that is a really big thing that's happening at the moment, right? There's so much like spiritual bypassing, like we were talking about this just earlier. Yeah. So many people are wanting the gold and just wanting to kind of ascend and elevate up but they're not even willing to show up and do the work like on the daily basis. And, you know, we're always talking about embodiment. Like Mm. we're never about the bypass. We're always talking about showing up and loving yourself enough and committing and investing in your own love. Yeah. And that, that it's all those little steps that ultimately lead you to opening up this. And we will talk about the benefits shortly, but yeah. And that does look like, um, you know, that deep, Self-responsibility within the heart space, you know, am I being true to myself? Am I being honest with myself? Am I being, um, am I taking responsibility of my, uh, my being, my heart even, Mm. you know, like if we're not being true to our heart, like our body will show us, our body will communicate to us where we're not, um, And I guess it does take a bit of, you know, awareness and releasing those heart walls. So, I mean, I, you know, I can identify um, because I have experienced this myself and this is why I feel so passionately about it because I know that I may have never actually had an awareness of this had I not had this beautiful mirror to reflect back to me. Um you know, and 
gave me the opportunity, you gave me the opportunity to really go deep within and to be real with myself and mm. go, yeah, I am, I am actually not being in my authentic truth. I am not showing up. I am not committing to myself. I have these walls up that are protecting me. And, you know, like, and I say to my clients, you know, rightly so, like you needed these walls in this time because you went through something that was incredibly challenging. And so you, you built these walls up, but we can now release these walls. We're mm. safe to release these walls. And when we do, it opens up the most deepest connection, actually making me feel emotional the most deepest connection within our relationships mm. and you know like deeper than you ever thought possible and not just our partnerships but our relationships with our children our relationships with our parents like I remember one and there's been a multitude of these openings for me throughout my journey and I just keep you know, I, I feel like I'm constantly on this path of learning and growth and I'm open to the next layer you know we're never truly um, healed per se you know like this is a beautiful remembrance of coming back to who we truly are and it's releasing those layers of mm. the challenges and the experiences that we've experienced that have been harsh that have been hard and these are human experiences that you know everyone experiences on some level mm. um, but when you when you can release those I'm just going to like segue into um, a session that I did with another healer and it was um, it was so heart opening for me that and I had I went and met my mum for coffee like the next day or whatever and I could feel the difference between my mum and me you know our connection was just like so much deeper and we were holding hands and we were getting emotional when we were saying goodbye and it was like you know we're probably going to see each other in a couple of days <laughs> but it just the expansion is massive mm. and the depth in which you feel all of the emotions the joy the excitement the passion all of it you know it's that much deeper and that's why it's worth doing that's mm. why it's you know like um because I feel like a lot of people would prefer to not feel the emotions sometimes yeah it's easier right it's like accepting the matrix because the steak looks good yeah. and the woman in the red dress looks good <laughs> but it's just like but we know there's a greater truth and yeah. it's again this is the tie back into our ascension process of being incarnate here on earth mm. is we are here to learn about the power of our emotions and the reconnection of our emotions and to understand that, you know, reconnecting the masculine, the feminine, reconnecting all of the sexual intimacy components of our experience, reconnecting our voice and integrity because, because we've been kept in the third dimensional matrix for so long. That is that mental chakra. And this is why we've been called into this portal of mm. the heart chakra, which for me, within my own understanding and my being, this is the multidimensional gateway. This is our Merkaba connection point between source and, you know, Mother Earth, like bringing heaven to Earth. It is through this heart chakra and gateway. And that's when people, if you understand that system of the energetics and the consciousness and the evolution of that, it's actually... That's why people are getting stuck and not wanting to go into the emotions because there's fear. There's fear of vulnerability. There's fear of 
who am I if I open up? Um, fear of rejection, fear of um, being too emotional, all of these things that we've been told are wrong mm. around our feelings and emotions. We are collectively clearing right now. And if you understand that, if we hold like those old patterns or those wounds of like the heart walls that Tammy just talked about or the defensiveness or the competition and jealousy and separation, those are all us being stuck in the mental, the mental mind and overthinking in that third chakra and not really willing to expand into that heart chakra. So that's the connection. I just wanted to tie that back in and this is why this is so important. This was the unlocking to all of my life and the work that I do now. I would never be who I am now if it wasn't for the total moments of the crumbling and the dark nights of the souls where all all the physical daily shit had to fall away mm -hmm. like multiple times. And it's the same with you, right? Mm -hmm. We've had layer upon layer of having the crumbles, the deconstructing of what we thought was important, the mental ideas and the beliefs of what we thought was success or acceptance of our bodies or acceptance of love, mm. you know, all of those things. Yeah. 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 Do you want to, do you, <laughs> like, it, sorry, it was just a lot, but it's, it is important to, to understand how this energetically and spiritually is playing out a role because we, in order, because the fourth dimension in the heart chakra, that's a transitional kind of density and dimension mm. into the fifth dimension. And, you know, we are each coming to new perceptions, new ideas on a daily basis, like in every minute, we are recreating our soul and our cellular memory. And even on that DNA, like that we were talking about last mm. night, the DNA and the RNA imprinting, which is just our cellular re reproduction, if it is happening at 30 to 70 trillion cells in the body and all they're doing is like repeating in that instruction, same or different, same or different, mm. we're actually asking you in this moment of listening to this, can we choose different? Can we choose to open? Can we choose to soften? Can we choose to open up to vulnerability and see what's on the other side of that fear? Mm. Because every single layer that you step through in terms of a fear will basically be a layer of expansion. But if we stay in the fear that the mind and the ego and the personality says, don't touch the hot stove again. Mm. Remember that last relationship that you got burnt on. Mm. If you stay in that fear, then there's no way we're going to open up to deeper levels of our own personal understanding and self-reflection. Yeah. So let's talk about a little bit more about like common, um, some common traits around, you know, the emotional and the physical, um, you know, that we've noticed that are really popular themes and trends. Yeah. Um, withholding love, and this is around, um, so the opposite of this would be, you know, unconditional love, practicing unconditional love. And it is, and I say practicing because it is something that we have to practice. And we may never truly master unconditional love. Like that's pretty, you know, it's big, it's huge. Um, but when we withhold love, when we close ourselves off to people, to our partners, to loved ones, um, and, and you know this this was definitely me especially um, earlier like before I even met you in my earlier days you know even parenting like not consciously doing it but I'd, I can look back now and go wow like I really had shut down multiple layers of my love and how I expressed that mm. um, another really big thing is judgment and 
can I just put in a um, an amazing resource? Judgment Detox by Gabby Bernstein was a book that changed my life. I've actually read it three times because human <laughs> um, human experience. You know, like we we constantly put in the space of potentially judging, mm. and that and you know to have that mindfulness and the strength and the courage to actually fold back in and go, okay, I just made a judgment. Where am I judging myself on this? Yeah. Because when we're pointing our finger, there's three pe- three fingers pointing back at us. And that is really, really important. Like, it's huge. It's massive. And this is even on this the, the separation and the, you know, because when our heart is expanded and when our heart portal is open and full of that love and compassion for all, we then we start practicing unity consciousness. And we as a collective are a wee way away from that. Um, so, you know, having the courage to actually pull ourselves up and be like, you know, and actually we went through a bit of a stage when I was reading the book, right, where we would pull each other up. And, you know, be open to allowing allowing each other to do that for us and be like, was that a judgment or was that an observation? Um, what am I holding within myself that potentially I can actually unlock? Mm. We made a bit of a fun game about the way I was just like, oh, what would Gabby say about that little traffic <laughs> comment when you just swore at that person <laughs> for cutting you off? But it was quite funny. Eh? Like, So we do try to, because some of the obviously... I mean, we're we're not a business or ethos or a couple that uh, stay shallow. Like, we're not about the surface level stuff. There's plenty of other people that deal with surface level stuff. We are deep divers, and we're not afraid to be kind of in that, I guess, area of expertise of guidance because this is what I really like. We're we're true. We're authentic. We like getting vulnerable. We like getting a bit raw at times. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to help people move through the stuff if I haven't moved through it myself Mm. and yeah so and and judgment is you know it's a really good one to pull ourselves up on even you know judging our our, um, partners judging our children body judging our body judging ourselves I mean you know every judgment outside of us is a judgment of self Mm. so even the and you know when coming back to that unity consciousness and you know like even the madness that is happening out there in the world, what are we focusing our attention and our love on? Are we, are we focusing on what those people are doing or are we focusing on what we want mm. to create? So again, that's been stuck in the third density matrix of uh, like, cause the attention is what everything is controlling. So because we are conscious creators, if external sources, social media, um, Netflix, movies, if they can harness your focused attention and paid for ads that fire up in front of you by stalking your phones, then that's the game. So by becoming aware of that energy and your own personal power and your own personal responsibility, we actually end up becoming way more empowered when we actually do take responsibility so Tammy was just referencing like layers of judgment or mm. you know layers of blame and that sort of thing and I've had many in my own life as well and like it's interesting because as soon as you get this baby open 
it feels like absolute shit when you judge someone like as in the vibrational difference in the resonance of having love gratitude and acceptance versus judgment criticism and blame like it feels shit in your body soul and spirit and so that's a really good like you know emotional guidance system moment of you know not judging yourself or having that judgment but saying that it's okay to have those step one moments as well like I'm learning and growing and so you know that's when like tools like compassion can really come in like even compassion and calmness within yourself to say do you know what it's okay that I just a wheel just fell off the wagon I can put it back on I've Mm. got the skills and the tools to do that yeah Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just going to say a big part of that judgment detox is um, judging without recognizing the judgment and not judging yourself for judging. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's really important having, as you say, like Mm. having compassion for that step one moment as Abraham Hicks teaches, you know, the, the steps that we go through and, you know, through contrast is how we learn and grow. Um, But yeah, coming back to that deep compassion for self and therefore for others. And so, and yeah, okay. And so flowing into um, self-sacrifice and martyrdom, um, which is huge, right? So Mm. giving, giving and not allowing yourself to receive. Give, 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 give it all out, give it all out until I'm completely burnt out and I'm just like a shell um, or I'm the slave or I'm... You know, um, that the blocks to receiving are pretty massive. And this is hard to identify for a lot of people because they are such a loving person. Therefore, you know, like I guess there's that uh, construct within their own perception of themselves that they are a loving person because they give so much. Mm. But we cannot give from an empty bucket we must ha- be giving from a full bucket. And this is where we've been completely programmed and um, taught wrongly that, you know, that, and, and I guess that's the whole religious thing as well, you know, like religion teaches to self-sacrifice. And that is not how we move forward. That's not how we evolve. Mm. That is how we end up with a lot of really empty people that are unfulfilled a lot of resentment uh, a lot of resentment, lot of anger a like, lot of bitterness yeah um and actually i could feel when we were talking just before i could feel the anger in the jaw that is potentially out there along yeah. this topic um so can we just talk a little bit more about this because yeah. um you know we we've got like that whole there's a few modules relating to different areas of this from boundaries to learning to open up the heart to relationship dynamics, codependency versus interdependency. This topic that we're referencing now is, it really is like a golden thread of tapestry that goes through so many areas of our life. And again, this is another collective massive theme. We have got such primal tribal imprinting, especially in the first, like the first root, like reptilian brain, which is that first part of the four parts of our brain, there is so much survival fear trigger mechanism in there that, you know, look at what's happened over the last few years. People are just like almost just rolling over and giving over their sovereignty, giving over their free will and choice, not even recognizing that just by signing that little piece of paper or agreeing to that. They've just totally sold their soul out 
and their own free will to choose. And again, that's a big thing about expanding the heart chakra is having the freedom of choice and the abundance of knowing that there is that freedom because at the end of the day, if you've ever experienced confining or controlling relationships or workplaces or whatever, again, this it just shuts down the heart straight away. So the self-sacrifice, the martyrdom, the obligation, the valves of silence, these are all layer upon layers that we're clearing in the ancestral lines right now and over the last two years, but it's hitting hard right now because many people are functioning, like Tammy said, on the programs and the belief systems of what we've been taught of what love is, Mm -hmm. but it's not the truth of what this, the, the fourth dimensional heart chakra, it's not its truth. That's conditioning of what love is, mm-hmm. not the ultimate spiritual truth of what unity, open-hearted consciousness is. And, you know, so this is, again, this is one of those themes that are going into relationships, into intimacy, into free will and choice. Like, it's such a big topic. But so if you are someone that is struggling with even being a parent, mm-hmm. even blended families, even in, at work, if you're someone that struggles with self-sacrifice, martyrdom and obligation, then hit us up because we're clearing this layers every single day through our sessions. Like, don't sit in it. Don't sit in the uncomfortable. Know that the uncomfortable is there as a guidance system to say, can you please take a look at this area and be a bit more self-aware about it? Um, This is why you're feeling fatigued. This Mm. is why you've got long-standing chronic challenges or illness. You know, those are all body signs, right? Yeah, and the immune system is one of the physical body signs. And as we know, in our world today, there is a an epidemic of autoimmune mm. diseases, diseases, which, you know, um, we've both experienced ourselves different, you know. So I was um, diagnosed with celiacs, I don't know, 12 years ago, whatever, Um I don't believe that I am celiac anymore. That doesn't mean that I choose to, I don't choose to eat gluten, gluten anymore anyway. But um, through all of my healing, I don't, I don't believe that I am celiac. Um, and, and you have suffered through glandular fever, chronic fatigue. Um, you know, it's massive. It's an epidemic. And the immune system is directly affected by a blocked heart chakra by the closing off of the heart. Yeah, absolutely. And it's massive, like, guys, like, so again, we're massive promoters of holistic health and our body's ability to self-heal and self-regulate and even self-diagnose itself. If you're listening to your body's communications and that emotional guidance system that opens up once your heart's online, like, that's what I mean. Most people, I mean, there might be pockets of this information right now that you may not be on a vibrational match for, or you might not be like, well, I don't hear anything from my body. It's like, it's not that you're not hearing, it's just that you're not slowing it down enough to listen to that communication. And this is why we're giving you this information. It's like new earth knowledge on how to become this amazing, self-aware, self-healing, self-processing spiritual alchemizer of your own entirety and energy Mm. and so this has been our truth like it wasn't any pills it wasn't any form of modern medicine that helped us in our journey it was the understanding of that all power lies within like that's why our business is called introspect because (laughs) it is literally coming within and knowing that everything we need to know everything in the universe is already imprinted within us and we just have to start slowing down and accessing that knowledge and information. Yeah, yeah. Cool. 
um, flowing on. This, flowing on. This next key wound is a biggie, both on both between the male and the divine feminine. Yeah, jealousy, insecurity, and competition. Um, again, coming back to you know our attention and um, how our, our consciousness is literally being um, hijacked. Hijacked. Yeah. Distorted. Um, Distorted's a good word. Yeah. Because it's been distorted. Yeah. So, um, and, th- and you know, through the, the matrix and everything that is out there to distract us, it all points to competition, being insecure about yourself and, you know, looking to others like, why have they got that and I haven't got that? Or I guess that's more envy than jealousy. Um, or, you know, bagging somebody because really the true thing behind that is that you haven't unlocked that within yourself yet. So where can we fold back in again and look at why we, you know, why we may feel these things towards other people or situations or um, businesses or whatever it might be. The only competition that we have is with ourselves. And, you know, like we... That's why the folding in is so important because when we know better, we can do better. When we know better, we can be a better person. And that's been, you know, one of my mantras from, I don't know, like maybe seven years ago when I, when I, you know, kind of finished that cycle of my life. It was not finished by any means. (laughs) There's been so much unraveling, but, you know, like the, um, the physical finish of that relationship and then there was this whole unravelling of everything and um, the insecurity has been has been a real big one for me that I have had to just keep folding in, just keep folding in. Um, Trusting, learning yeah, to build learning trust, to trust again within yeah. self and within a partner or relationship. Yeah, and that, you know, the more that I've connected in with my heart, the deeper my connection is with my intuition and learning to trust that intuition, slowing down so I can listen to my intuition. And then, you know, then we get to this point of we just know and it takes away, the insecurity just melts away Mm. because we don't need an outside source to tell us what to do we don't need us and actually um connected to this is our decision making when we can't make a decision when we're flip flop or you know we have that energy of because we're so out there or in the mind or in the mind instead of in here yeah yeah because most times like you know we do a lot of um reflective questions as part of our work and getting into the deeper layers like we might ask a question and you can tell by the energy of the vibration or the response from whoever we're working with or even with each other that there's something that we are trying to help that person understand within themselves like it's not our personal perspective that they need to do this or live their life a certain way it's about helping every group soul and individual understand like what is meaningful to you and so, you know, when we do, um, I guess, project those wounds, because that's what that's what all those low vibrational energies are, is we have a wound inside, whether it's from past lives, early childhood, teenagers, adult relationships, we have a wound or an idea or a concept that we have associated in the tangled a lot of energetic and quantum meaning. 
Like there's the emotions, the physical body remembrance, there's the environment, there's who was in that time and space with me that caused that challenge or said I was too emotional or said um, to be quiet as a child or to go to your room or to not be seen, whatever it might be. There's many root causes of these challenges that we help people work through and navigate every single day. But once that root cause has been released, it's so much easier to mind, body, spirit move forward Mm. in what is meaningful to you because you do raise your vibration and on a higher vibration, you're raising your whole natural resonance um, to that space of just the vibration of love and gratitude, which is why that map of consciousness or that scale of consciousness is such an important diagram to understand you can just search it online yeah that's game changer for me yeah we've shared it a lot it's just a tangible chart that says hey your vibrations are energy these have a really shit low energy all of this blame guilt shame judgment and around Mm -hmm. 500 there's your heart love frequency um there's gratitude appreciation acceptance like even neutrality was sitting somewhere up around i think it was like 300 whereas guilt shame blame they were around 20 or 30 in terms of a vibrational resonance Mm -hmm. and so that's what we need to understand as these powerful spiritual beings is if we are willing to project that wound or not heal it, or continually be in a cycle of a low resonance and a low vibration, then all we're going to do is manifest what is on that vibration, right? So that's just law of attraction and law of resonance. So, you know, that's why it's really challenging. We see and have experienced so many clients that we know we can directly help. We know that we can help them improve their relationships or whatever it might be, or their guidance system, or their trust, or their communications, but then you see them absolutely cock-block themselves from their own pathway. Like, I can't afford it. I don't have the time. Um, I don't know whether I'm going to be able to get better. I have a fear of success or a fear of failure. Or I'm afraid if I grow and learn and evolve that my partner may not. And it's just like, to the heart, none of these are a truth. And that's why they feel so shit. Every one of those statements, beliefs or comments feel so shit because they're so based in the negative ego judgmental mind. And that's why we feel so terrible when we think or say or communicate this to ourselves is because they're not the truth of our heart. They're not the truth of our higher self or our helpers and guides. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not our true essence. And that's where our vibration, um, our emotional guidance system will show us through depression insecurity, vulnerability, jealousy. It will show you how far that gap is through the heart closing down, through the shortness of breath, Mm. through those negative emotions. They are manifestations. Um, And that's the importance of understanding that guidance system. It's not meant to keep you stuck. It's your truth about what are you thinking and feeling now in this moment and where are you blocking your own path Mm. to your own happiness, right? Yeah, and the biggest thing is probably, um, for me, this was the biggest thing, is just getting out of your own way. Mm. Like, literally. (laughs) And that's why I say, like, you know, the only one that we're in competition with is ourselves. Mm. And, you know, when we get out of our own way, we, we just go to expanded versions of ourselves and you know it's not even about um it's not about you know being someone else it's about remembering who we truly are Hmm. and And loving those parts and And loving all of those parts that includes the shadow right and this is 
kind of dovetailing back into the spiritual bypassing, mm. like all of our growth and evolution and, and the massive expansion moments that we've had together is all because we've, we've been willing to be vulnerable, open the heart, have the emotions come up, release whatever needs to be released, alchemize the energy and allow new energy in. But also we had to sharpen, be willing to let go of what was no longer serving us. And this includes certain relationship dynamics, certain ways of being, old belief systems around love, like around life, around the universe. Like we had to be willing to let go of all of those limiting ideas around even life. Like what is life? What is this experience about? Mm. In order to become the more fuller essence and download more of the energy the light codes, the intuitive knowledge. But that wasn't like, you know, how you were just talking about, you know, just letting go and becoming. It's just like, but that process, you know, on the path, when I look back, we've needed the tools. Mm. Like, you know, you can't become the next version of yourself yeah. without the tools or without showing up. You, I mean, at the end of the day, if you had it all right now and you were aware of that and you could tap into that and access that, amazing. But many of us are not aware of that power. Mm. They're not aware of the tools that help you cross that ravine of where you are now and where you want to be. Yeah. And that's why we do what we do, because we're so, I guess, elated by how fundamentally it has changed our whole experience. Yeah. Even of what we create and manifest and how much fun we have now. Yeah. And how easy life is and how our immune systems and our bodies show us how much we are in harmony. Like, I mean, we're not even on doctor's registries. Like, mm. you know, you get letters saying, hey, it's been six years since you've been in. Um, we're going to take you off the registry. And it's like, I don't want to be on it, thanks. <laughs> like, you know, even to be able to tick that box and say, I'm fully in control of my power. I don't need the health insurances. I don't need the backup plans. I'm so confident in my heart and soul that I'm listening to my body and I know what it needs in every moment mm. that we are powerful creators of our own experience so we don't need all those fear-based backup plans yeah because again that's the 3d matrix kicking in of just that money-making machine of playing on people's fears playing on the insecurities and it's not that that information and knowledge is not within the heart it's just that you're not aware of it yet mm. and that's the power of opening the heart too mm. is you get so much more powerful information an intuitive knowledge that comes through you that you can receive and then that's when you start to really start to live an empowered life hey yeah yeah anything to add on that like i mean because i've watched mm. you step through your layers of empowerment mm. as you've been willing to allow that mirror to be shown to you and then to fall back inside with compassion and love yeah and i still do like i still do recognize it um it was only probably uh like a month ago where i was recognizing my heart was feeling really constricted and really, you know, and closed off and I recognized it straight away and I was like, what is this? Mm. You know, what 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 is going on here for me? Is this another layer of, you know, my heart healing journey, um, my heart opening journey? And um, I took myself up the mount and I did some breath work and I asked myself, do I have a heart wall that's ready to release? And, and it presented itself to me, like within my mind's eye, um, of like this wall of water. And so I, I intended on it releasing, I allowed it to release, and my heart just expanded, 
you know, like you actually feel the release of that constriction and it expands out. And I didn't necessarily need to know what it was Mm. even, you know, like potentially it was just from a past relationship or maybe my inner child. Um, But I knew that something was there and I knew that I had the power to release it because I have those tools and I use those tools, you know, daily Mm. with clients Um, and release heart walls. Actually, you know, I, I guide my clients to release the heart walls themselves and, you know, these heart walls present themselves as all sorts of textures, you know, brick, glass, wood, armour, um, water, <laughs> you know, some are really random, sponge, like mm. I've had some really random, you know, um, but that's your consciousness and that's whatever it is for you is for you and that's what I love about this as well, like it's such an individual journey um, of expansion to come to that unity consciousness like we are I saw something actually the other day that was beautiful talking about how you know we're all so beautifully connected and that we're all a part of the same um, different organs yeah in the well body. Uh, no 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 we're all a, a, a part of the original consciousness but just like an individual slice of it like a shard of expression yeah yeah and um and it was a beautiful reminder that you know even and even as we open our hearts we help the collective on a whole as well you know each one of us has this role to play in this this journey of evolution like we it's it's not some of us do and some of us don't like we all just do it at our own pace perfectly um just perfectly aligned with ourselves and our own journeys. Um, but that takes courage, right? Because that's does, where a lot yeah. of, I mean, I got trapped and stuck on that for a lot of years when, you know, I was just running the normal, like, what is success? Like, what do you need to have? What material things do you need to accumulate in order to be seen as, like, whatever it is, beautiful or strong or masculine? Um, you know, what are the qualities that make, you know, and some people unfortunately it is so superficial that they will just look for oh yeah what's accumulated what car how many houses like what have they got but like that again is such a fundamentally flawed way of looking at our spiritual evolution because it's only again focusing on that 3d matrix of physicality of where we have been and it's not really embodying this true expansion that we're talking about of having really fulfilling present moments and really learning to love and appreciate all that you do have right now rather than trying to fill those voids with external material things or monetary things or you know they are just really void fillers and you know I guess this is a good segue into kind of what we're going into now around like you know a lot of you know again a lot of people out there are really struggling within their relationships around you know, infidelity and cheating and betrayal, they're not being honest in their relationships, they're not communicating openly. And, you know, that really opens up that whole, that whole kind of um, self defeating, self betraying cycle of just reconfirming the shit belief that you already have within yourself, right? Mm. Like if we are afraid of being alone, if we are scared that we're not going to be able to financially support ourselves, if we are insecure or if we have wounds of abandonment, often those wounds are what drives 
those external behaviors and expressions totally. even within loving families and relationships and it's really um you know sad to see yeah when you especially people that you care about going through these cycles where they're not only betraying themselves but they're betraying someone that they've actually built a relationship and a partnership for and instead of showing up in integrity and in an open and honest heart like they're really deteriorating the foundations of their own like their own love and belief system and trust as well, eh? Yeah, and they're also um, tied in with that is forgiveness, like forgiveness of self. Um, and this this was, you know, this was me. Like I had massive abandonment wounds mm. um, throughout my relationships. And I, I look back now and I'm just like, wow, it was so clear. But obviously I wasn't of that consciousness to actually um, recognise it, you know, while I was in it. But... Now I can look back and just go, well, I was, you know, I was almost textbook. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, yeah, did a lot of things that I were not in integrity, that was not authentically me. And I knew it wasn't authentically me because it felt yuck in my body. And able to come out the other side of that and trust on some level, even though I still had a long way to go with my trust, but trust that... Um, if I took it day by day, that I was moving towards who I really, like, it was almost like my heart, my soul was pulling me forward out of that mm. by making these decisions. And they were just little decisions, one at a time, that kept moving me forward towards this greater, authentic, integral version of myself. And through that process, I had to I had to go deep into forgiveness for self. I had to express things to my children even that, you know, like it was really important to me to not right the wrongs. It was just it was more about just being authentic and being in my integrity and teaching my kids that we're human, we fuck up and this is how we make it right. Mm. And that is massive, you know, because our, and, and I feel like this is really important, is that our kids feel everything they know. And they know when we're lying, and they know when we're lying to ourselves. And if our kids can be the greatest teachers for us, it's that. It's to be true to yourself and to be in your, your um, authentic truth. Mm. And that's a journey, like it's not... It doesn't all happen at once, but... There's so many layers to it. There's, I mean, we are onions. <laughs> like even, even um, you know, just referencing that parental journey, like many of your own inner child experiences that were damaging, hurtful, that shut you down will only rear their head in that phase where you actually become a parent. Like they lay dormant. You might have awesome party years. You might have amazing friendships in your early 20s. But then when you actually become a parent, then and only then do your parental imprints and the beliefs that were passed upon you. You know, you'll find yourself getting angry and frustrated and short tempered or impatient. Or you'll go off and project something and you'll be like, wow, I just recognize in that moment of when I upset my son and he's in tears that I have some shit to sort. Mm. You know, and we've got to look back inside and say, was, is that how I truly wanted to communicate that or that why was I feeling that frustration and generally it always goes back like we've been doing so many sessions of just the inner child work for a long time now eh? and it's profound like once if you do it right and you do it correctly and not just in the mind and just talking about it like actually the, releasing the energy yeah 
It's yeah. so different. Like there, there's so many that have come to us just that have done counselling, years years of counselling, years of therapy, talk therapy I'm talking about, and it doesn't get to the root cause. Like We're a holistic being, right? We're, yeah. we're mind, body, we're emotional, physical, spiritual, um, and mental. <laughs> so... I am very mental at stages. <laughs> so it is really important for us to, yes, to talk about it. Yes, to be aware of the physical communications. Yes, to connect to the emotions. Yes, to connect to the energy. You know, like it's, and, and I really feel like that is, um, that's where we're heading in this, this new, new earth consciousness. You know, our ev- evolution is understanding the science and the spirituality coming together and recognizing that we are this whole holistic being and how, um, you know, the depth and the expansion that we can get from healing every layer. Beautiful. Mm. Um, If anyone has any questions about this, pop them into the comments and we'll address them at the end if anything has been ticking your boxes. And Mm. um, so... Ways to heal the heart. Yeah, let's just finish on this segment, um, the ways to heal the heart. So let's kick off with, um, I mean, first and foremost, if everything outside is just a holographic matrix of what we believe to be true inside and law of attraction is always working, then we must find little tools, techniques and tips around building inner trust and inner belief within ourselves right we can't rely like Tim and I can't rely on like we do trust each other Mm -hmm. but it's always a mirror of the level of trust that we have in ourselves Mm -hmm. so we must fundamentally build that base of the pyramid of trust belief and communication around that foundation Um, probably the biggest uh, most important tool that I have that I give all of my clients and that I speak about quite a lot online um, is the heart-centered breathing and the being still, the slowing down. And this is the one thing that most of my clients are scared to do because they don't want to sit with themselves. They don't want to have to hear the 60,000 thoughts that are going through their mind in a day, you know, like... um, there's fear around being still with themselves and I get it because I've been there and um, I was forced to be still I you know like I yeah I went through a stage where and, and I just had to surrender it and sit with it sit with the discomfort of just breathing into my heart and having nothing else no meditation no music nothing just me you know usually feet on the earth breathing into my heart space and I can liken this to like the baby's breath you know that unconditional love that we actually are born into this world as and it's almost like we're just this is the this is the remembrance of getting back to that Mm. of being pure unconditional love you know and being vulnerable and humble and um yeah. imperfect imperfect imperfectly perfect right and yeah so the the heart centered breathing has been a game changer for me and it's a practice and that's what that's the kicker is it's something that you must practice on a daily basis and continue to do so it's not something that you do for 3 months it's not something you do today and not tomorrow it's not something that you do once a month and hope that it's going to make a change you know like if you you know, you're not going to go to the gym once a week and expect 
to lose weight or to expect to get strong, right? Like it's a practice. It's something that we have to be consistent with in order to get the uh, the desired outcome, the results. Results. <laughs> cool. um, yeah. Yeah. So that is that's probably my biggest biggest mm. one. Um, a really cool one as you go through this expansion and starting to unlock and kind of feel into this energy center is actually starting to use a higher level of discernment because obviously when you start to grow and expand, you expand your awareness and your consciousness, which doesn't mean that you see less, you see more. Like you become aware of more, you become aware of more of the shadow, you become aware of more of the light, right? Because it's always expanding, kind of like a sphere of energy and there's there's both sides of the spectrum and neither are good or bad. They're just experiences of that shard of expansion that Tammy was talking about that we're all playing this role in. So starting to ask or really address life with how do you feel kind of questions rather than how do I think. Mm. So as soon as you ask a question of someone, like a loved one or a child, how do you feel about that? And if they say, oh, I think, as a return response, you could just gently repeat it back to them and say, no, how do you feel though, mate, about this about this um, challenge? Or how do you feel about that emotion that's coming up? And straight away, if you reflect back a feeling-based statement or a question, that'll get them into the heart chakra straight away as opposed to being in the mind. And that just takes a bit of practice. Mm. Um, I used to be very mind-focused and very ignorant of my heart. Um, But that was, again, by unlocking those greatest challenges, it really unearths that superpower. And now I just love the emotions. They're they're amazing and profound and powerful. So, Mm. yeah, the ego versus heart, like listening more to the heart and being more in your feeling and not, running away from it because a lot of people like I saw something even like Mel Robbins said yesterday oh, a lot of people let their emotions rule their life and it's just like it kind of I had a double-edged sword about that comment because for me emotions don't rule your life unhealed pockets of pain challenges and emotions can rule your life because all you're doing is functioning from that wounded perspective mm. whereas when you turn and start to honor and talk kindly and start to listen to your body your emotions really become your superpower so they don't rule your life as all it's only unhealed wounds that rule your life yeah they become they become your guidance system right and yeah and i guess that's where the heart-centered breathing comes in because if we find ourselves in our mind we can do heart breathing to literally pull ourselves out of the mind and into the heart. Mm-hmm. Um, even for making decisions or to knowing the truth of something that you've just experienced. Uh, it's really powerful when we practice it. Mm-hmm. Um, part of that is learning to be still and to be quiet. And, um, you know, the the independent woman or the rushing woman syndrome that is, you know, very prevalent in our world and, and men too, of course. Um, it's just slowing down and being quiet. Like we're a human being. We're not a human doing. Mm. And that's everything. Like, you know, like we do all of these things to distract ourselves, whether it's cleaning or exercising or, oh my God, there's just a million things, right? And again, that's that triggering that really primal reptilian brain as well. Like we, we have been told and conditioned that this is it. You just have this allotment of time and you've got to do all of these things within it to be deemed successful, to be seen that you are enough, to be worthy of your achievements, to live a life that's full of all this stuff. But it's just like, as soon as you do start to open up this higher consciousness 
and even start to dip into like some past life experiences even it's just like holy crap you realize that that whole illusion that whole facade crumbles it's like the blinders are no longer on and you stepped out of the matrix and now you realize you can put in any program like really watch that movie and look at the way that Neo steps out and then is able to upload like the Kung Fu, the fighting techniques, the how to use energy. It's like that's such a truth and a concept mm. um, through that film. And that's what I mean. If we are willing to just step outside of the what is comfortable and start to inquire and really kind of just open up and push ourselves into, into that discomfort, there's great growth, um, especially related to love in the heart. Like we're never going to learn about love and the nuances of interpersonal relationships if we're never willing to kind of get our hands dirty. Yeah. And, you know, we've got to be willing to, you know, if we're willing to open our heart to love, we're going to be willing to open our heart to like, it may not work out or it may last for a certain period. And that's just the nature of our experience. So I guess the less attachment we have to things and to past experiences, that's also, I guess, where maybe another way to heal is practicing that non-attachment to things. Totally. Yeah, even death, Mm. you know, um, there's so much fear of death and it's kind of like, but we never truly die. Like, um, and it's a hard, it's a hard concept for, for people to grasp. And it's a hard, you know, of course it's, it, it, um, is, you know, it's heartbreaking to lose somebody in the human form. But when we can have that greater, higher perspective of what we really, truly are living here and this experience, you know, we will, we're always connected to that soul. Like there, there is no, and... We are always up there as well. We are not just here in this physical form. Like mm. we are all energy, like 100% energy. Yeah. But most of our energy is actually up in the higher, higher realms. This is only a small shard of our higher soul because we can't bring through all that energy so Mm. you know and that's a really good example because i'm i mean i've just had a session this last week where you know a past friend was massively tied into the back of this person's heart and my breath was so shallow so i would um again like will indicate Mm. oh your breath is at 60 percent and when, when we say that, I mean like your functioning breath that you use to do your daily activities, your exercise, your energy, like you're at 60% right now because something's draining out the back of your heart. And in, in this particular experience, it was the loss of a loved one, like mm. a friendship and someone very close. And it was like, okay, we've got to resolve this. And, you know, quite often with the person's permission, we'll ask, do you want to bring through that person? Because they're right here. Like the energy is like right here with you. And they know it, even if they're a non-believer they know when they feel the emotion and the warmth of that particular soul and kind of get a few little warm fuzzies in the feelings and maybe even visions, Mm. they know when you go back to that moment that that person has not left their side. And that for me is extremely comforting because the mind will have us believe in so much separation and that is part of its role to have an isolated experience in the physical form so we can learn, grow and then bring all that information back home. Yeah. And within that as well, like the release of those emotions, those trapped emotions, right? Grief, sadness. Um, Loss. Yeah, it's huge. It's massive. Mm. Um, So that's that's all part of the core fundamentals, right? Because we we really are structured, like when we reflect so much around releasing the old and alchemizing and bringing brand new energy into your system, into your chakra system, into the mind, even into the belief system, no matter whether it is the mental, the emotional or the spiritual, 
um, or the physical body, it's just like we, that's our role to release what is no longer serving us, to raise the vibration of every person, group, space that we meet, even this right now. Yeah. You know, we're sharing to help you lift your energy to self-inquire and to become a more fuller version of who you truly are inside. Mm. It's not achieving something outside that you're not already, that's not already here. Yeah, it's the remembrance. It's the remembrance of this infinitely powerful being that you are. And these are the slight layers that have been built up around your energy and your system. So we hope this was helpful. Yeah. Um, it has totally transformed our life. And yeah, do you want to um, just kind of briefly talk about like, again, many of these topics are in our course coming up? Yeah. So no topic goes unturned <laughs> in our uh, The Art of Conscious Relationships. Um, so this is about relationship alchemy. And this is for people that are in relationships, whether it's a new relationship or a relationship that you've been in for many, 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 many years, or for singles that are wanting to manifest um, the ultimate relationship and, you know, may still have some some stuff in the backpack from previous relationships that they would like to, you know, look at and release. Um, So the link is in our bio, The Art of Conscious Relationships. That will take you to our website, which gives you a good overview of what to expect. And you can jump on the wait list at the bottom of that page. um, And we will get in touch with you when we are ready to launch, which potentially will be next month, June. So um, by bio, Tammy's referring to the Instagram bio. The Instagram bio, and sorry. And our website is <laughs> www.introspecthealing.com and you will find like either working with us as one of the links or you'll find our the course um, description and details starting to fill out Yeah. Um, on that site as well. Yeah. So if you are experiencing any of these things that we have talked about today, like please, yeah, like get in touch and um, we can help you move yeah. through that. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next time. All the details will be in the show notes as usual. And if you found this helpful or you know that someone is going through any of these challenges, then please share this and tag us in. We'd love to hear from you. See you next time.